Welcome to episode 155 of True to Size. It's your boy Nelkan. I like how you really like slipped that in there at the end. Like you weren't gonna say it's your boy Nelkan, and then you. <laughs> It was almost like a Tourette's. Like you have to say that it's your boy Nelk. It's it's your boy Nelkan, by the way. Just in case you want, what's going on, everyone? And welcome to True to Size. We are a weekly podcast centered around the wild world of sneakers. I will be your host today. My name is Lawrence Hopkins, and I am joined by the rest of the quarantine at Canada Got Soul, Mister Joel Hernandez. Yo, was that Nelkan, yo? Mister Alvin Martinez. Yeah, I think it's Nelkan, bro. And. That was a really, really fun setup. And <laughs> the man behind some of your favorite basketball and sneaker shots. His trigger finger is said to be the only thing faster than add to cart sneaker bots. He's probably the only person with better seats than Drake at a Raptor home game. His ID says Nelson Campagna. It's Nelcam if you don't want to say his whole name. <laughs> Bro, thank you for being here, man. This is awesome. Thank you, guys. This is so dope. As we were saying before, your posture again makes you look like you're like media ready. Like you can't see it at home, everyone, but he's like slouched. Like he's like, this is my eighth interview of the day. Like he's been doing the rounds. Oh, this is his last one. So we do appreciate you being here. Um, if you aren't familiar with Nowcam, he was the one who took the iconic picture of Kawhi hitting the buzzer beater again. Oh, wait, no, that wasn't that was you missed that one, right? No, that was someone else. Yeah, Thanks. you missed that one. My <laughs> <laughs> that was on purpose. That was like, on purpose. like, oh wait, you did not get that. By the way, <laughs> I <laughs> I've been waiting almost two years to make that joke. I'm glad that I got the opportunity to make it. You said that it was going to haunt you until the day you died, and yep. you're you're correct. Um, but he is. He, I'm glad we got it out of the way. Um, he is the man behind a ton of your favorite raptor photos. Um, Nelson, I do have a quick question. Like before we get into anything, and it, it's just going to uh, put a little bit more salt into the wound about that missed photograph. But like, were yeah. the Raptors kind of pissed that like you've been covering games for years and years and years, and then like the most iconic moment in Raptor history, you missed it? No, <laughs> I don't like. They weren't pissed because there was so much coverage of it. Like it, it would have been pissed if there was no like photo or yeah. moment captured. But um, I was actually tasked to do something else, and and, and it was like I won't, I can't get into detail what, what it was because it was something like it was if we lost or if we won, uh. I have to do one or the other, and so I had to be prepared, and I wasn't prepared to shoot anything right there and then. So mm. yeah, no, I wasn't in trouble or anything. <laughs> I was actually like, it was actually cool. I was I was in the tunnel behind messiah and bobby so i got a cool moment out of it because yeah. like, i got to see them just like blow up and like like hugging people in the stands and stuff it was actually really cool but i was super sad knowing that i was like two feet away like i just couldn't get a picture of it and anyways yeah so <laughs> okay bro you remade it in a cool video so. yeah that was yeah, a really cool i remember yeah, that video yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah the day after i got to do that i was like this is cool like this kind of makes up for it yeah you got you got to be Kawhi. yeah you didn't get to shoot Kawhi. Yeah, exactly. you got to be Kawhi leonard exactly yeah, yeah when i was when i was scrolling through your feed to like do the research like to what to talk about i was like 
I don't remember him posting a photo of Kawhi hitting the shot. And then I found like around the time and I was like, oh, there we go. There's there's a whole <laughs> caption about he doesn't have a photo of it and he's really upset. I have to make sure I bring it up. Um, but now that we're over that, uh, we've got a great show for you guys this week. You know we love drama and Nike never ceases to, to disappoint in that department. So we're going to cover some Nike lawsuit news for you guys. Then once again, we're going to talk about something other than food in NSR before we get into it with our homie Nelson. Of course, he's going to get to play some games, but we're also going to learn how he got into sneakers, what he does that earned him an NBA championship ring. That's our third ring holder on the podcast, by the way. And if he wants to take all my shoe photos for me from now until forever, (laughs) we're going to negotiate that contract afterwards. Apparently, he's not that busy, so he may have a little bit of time for me right now. But first... Before I say Alvin's name, but first, it it is, I know you guys are listening to this on Saturday, but today is Bell Let's Talk Day, um, so we just want to give a shout out to Bell for the big initiative. Um, all three of us, I'm going to say all four of us, um, our DMs are always open if anyone needs to talk, anyone needs to reach out. Um, yeah. Let's destigmatize it. Let's talk about it. Let's make sure that mental health is not like an under the rug thing. Um, we're all here for everybody, and everybody yeah. just needs uh, a hand sometimes, so we're always here if you need it. Mm-hmm. Um and second, Alvin. Fire round. Yes, the fire round. We like to start every show with a quick hitting question from you, our listeners. And this week's question comes from Kieran Coyle, a.k.a. All That Sneakers, all yeah, the way bro. from London, England. Somewhere in England. London. Maybe London. Um, he says, hi, guys. Love the show. My question, is there generally a rule? So this is like a two-parter. Is there generally a rule for how long it might take before sneakers start to crumble? He's He says because he just bought 2018 Black Cement 3s and bought the mass- matching pair for his son, but he was going to wait until it fit him, which is going to be another couple of years. So he wants to make sure that if he undes them together, he wants to make sure they'll be fine in a couple of years. Um, he says... The death count in London right now for COVID is like 1,600 people a day, which is like terrifying. Um, So he's not sure when he's going to be able to actually break them out. So he wants to make sure it's a special time, but he may end up just wearing them to the grocery store um, if we tell him that the shoes are going to crumble. So that's the first part of the question. And this is perfect because we have three sneaker dads on the podcast. Um, So, Joel, first of all, for you, like I personally, I think that the the smaller like toddler infant size jordans are it's not like a foam right it's more of like a rubber outsole so i don't think that that would have an issue i don't think it would like crumble or anything but uh, i'm sure all three of these guys have stashed pairs for their kids for a long period of time so so let's see joel did you have any issues with that uh when you were stashing stuff for for jomar no there was no problems with his like you said it's like a different different kind of uh like a midsole if you want to call it it's not like like the men's or the uh, adults version with the air bubble. Um, but yeah, it all depends on, on what size he's talking about too. Cause I know with like, like once you start getting into the, the, the bigger toddlers, it's that's when they start throwing in like, you know, the air bubbles, the air units and stuff like that. So it all depends on what size he's talking about. Yeah, that's so. very true. Alvin, you worked at Foot Locker in like 2009 and didn't have your first kid until what, 2016? So I know you were stashing shoes for quite some time. So did you have any issues with that? Uh, not not yet. There, there are still a, a large, not a large amount, but a good chunk of pairs that Kaya hasn't worn that were from 2009 to 2015-ish. 
Um, so we'll see what happens, man. But so far, so good. Like she she's now fitting into a pair of like military fours that I bought for her whenever those dropped Sick. at that time. And they're perfectly whatever. fine. Yeah, you know so what it's I mean? been like so, nine years. Yeah, I just say like store them proper, man. Like don't put them near uh, like a vent where air comes yeah. out and shit. Don't put them in sunlight. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Just just store them proper, and I think they'll be fine, bro. Yeah, cold dark place is the idea. Kind of, I think that's how you store potatoes too. Similar to how you store your potatoes, <laughs> store your sneakers. Just uh, store them Nelson, with your potatoes. Nelson, yeah. any issues with uh, storing sneakers for for the kids and having them uh, crumble or anything like that? Nope. Um, I still have all of his sneakers from like day one, and I still, you know, um, check them out every now and then. None of them have ever crumbled um, that I've seen, at least. Uh, my only thing I would say, I, 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 the only tip I give to parents with like toddlers, especially stashing shoes for when they grow into it is make sure that you don't like, um, forget that they're growing rapidly and you never know <laughs> they could, they could be in that shoe a lot sooner than you think. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yep. Like I had a pair, um, for Carter once and it just blew by and he didn't fit them. Like I just totally forgot <laughs> and he just like outgrew them before I could even put them on them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. And they may even like skip <laughs> yeah. a size, right? They, they may even yeah. go from like mm-hmm. a three to like a five or a six or whatever. And you're just like, Oh, so there's exactly. goes all those pairs. I've been waiting eight years for them yeah. to wear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, even if they look big on them, like just put them on them. It looks just do cute it. anyways. Like, yeah. yeah, just do it. Who yeah. cares? <laughs> Nike, just do it. Um, just do it. The second part of his question um, is, is there a pair that you've been waiting to wear, but you're worried it may crumble? Um, so I don't know if you guys have any old pairs. The only pair that, that I haven't worn, actually, I have, I have a pair. The only pair I have that has crumbled is my Ginger 16s. I think that was 2001 they came out. And they actually crumbled while I was wearing them at the Jordan store. I think it was for the grand opening of the Jordan store. Um, and they crumbled and the strap snapped that night. So that was kind of annoying. I have a pair of 2001, uh, Mocha ones or sorry, Mocha threes. And those are still super wearable 20 years later, which is super impressive. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I also have a pair of 2001, uh, black cement threes that I have not worn yet. So yeah, I mean, once again, it all depends on storage, but yeah, the only experience I have with crumbling is the ginger 16s. Uh, Joel, I think you've had a pair, uh, talk to you a couple Mm -hmm. times. No. Yeah, yeah, the uh, black cement threes, the uh, old ones, the uh, midsoles went on them while I was wearing them. And like you said, they were talking back to me. So I was like, fuck, (laughs) (laughs) flapping away. But yeah, it all depends on like storage, the way you store it too, right? So, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Once air gets in there, it's, it's, it's hard to like, you know what I mean? Like just to just to keep them away yeah i think as as long as you're not stashing this pair kieran for like 20 years like if you bought a size nine for your kid Mm -hmm. like nine men's then maybe you're like maybe you'll have an issue but i think for i think if you've bought any toddler size you'll be fine um alvin any experience with a, a crumbling shoe i know you've gotten some shoes restored so nothing crumbling it's just like sole separation type stuff of stuff that I've been wearing, it's just they're just old now, so I probably need a reglue or a sole swap, but nothing crumbling, luckily. What about you, Nelson? Any uh, old pairs that are uh, starting to look a little bit shaky? <laughs> um, no, not really. I haven't come across crumbling, luckily, but um, same thing as, as Alvin. Pretty much just a lot of wear and tear, you know. Um, but yeah, no crumbling for sure. Not not yet, at least. 
Well, you guys are lucky. Me and Joel are the ones with the, the shitty shoes that are <laughs> falling apart. Um, if you would like to submit a question for the fire round and have us answer it on the pod, please shoot us a message on Instagram or email us at CanadaGotSoul at gmail.com. Next up is the CGS Picks. Each week, we all pick an upcoming sneaker to analyze, dissect, and give our thoughts on. Then we decide if it's poop, scoop, whoop-de-whoop, or Alvin's trademark phrase. Very super cute. That was good. That was very, very good. So I have to go first. I know I usually go first, but this week I have to go first because typically I don't like to do this. Like all shoes are kind of nice in their own little way, but this shoe is not nice in any way. And I just need to talk about it. (laughs) So, so my pair this week that I chose is the Calm des Garçons CDG nike foam posit it's the collaboration you didn't know you needed and that's because you didn't need it um it's uh it's there there's a black pair and there's a white pair they look in the dark if it was just the silhouette you would have no idea there was anything wrong with this shoe and then as soon as the lights turn on you're like what what happened to this thing so it, it kind of looks like like a thing like a really large fingerprint on the on the yeah. back panel and then another smaller, like, pinky print on the front half of the sh- It's just really weird, full of spirals. They really did, like, some super crazy stuff with the foam pattern. I don't like them. I don't know if you could tell by the way I'm describing them. In the photo, <laughs> uh, like, on the runway, the model is wearing them with, like, really thin dress socks that are really scrunchy. And it just turns me off even more. Just everything about it, man. Like... Some shoes, like a foam posit, are just not meant to be turned into like a super fashiony like runway shoe. There's some shoes that you know you can get away with it, like all the chunky Air Maxes. Sure, I get it, whatever. But the foam posit to me just needs to be left on the court or like reserved for wa- being worn with sweatpants and sweatpants only, or like at least a baggy pair of pants. Um, I'm not a fan of these. These are a poop for me. These it's only what it's January twenty eighth. Happy birthday, J Cole! But uh, these are the worst shoe of the year already, and will be for the rest of the year. I don't like these at all. I do not. Um, <laughs> let's go with uh, Joel. What do you got? Sorry, Hopefully, something at... slightly nicer than like have a nicer explanation than me. Yeah. Okay. So I think this will do it. But yeah. So my pick is uh, Air Force One. Surprise! Surprise! Uh, Valentine's Day. Um, this one here, not like the other one with the heart, and and you know it was just playing with the heart on the on the heel. This one here is pretty cool the way that they 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 uh, came up with this this design and whatnot. But you have a a white upper with the uh, hits of pink suede on the eye stays and on the on the toe box or not the toe box, but the the toe counter and then the heel counter. And you got white leather on the toe box, but in the perforations, it's like hearts. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. It's like heart perforations. So cool. And then the swoosh is like in a red leather. And um, on the heel, on the heel tab, you got Nike Air um, embroidered, but the the dot on the eye is actually another heart. Yeah, I so like you the got details. Hearts galore. Yeah, so you got the it's on top of a. A white midsole with the pink sole. Um, the, the, another cool feature about it too is on the tongue. Yeah. Um, so it's like a love letter. Uh, love letter. Sorry. And um, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> you <laughs> sounded like yeah. you were sending a love letter in grade school there. <laughs> so, yeah, man. 
So it's got like snaps on the tongue. And, and when you open the snaps on one shoe, it's got, here, let me pull it up. It says uh, true love since 82 on one shoe, on the, I guess on the right side. And on the left side, it's, um, oh, let me see where it is. On the left side, it says, uh, it's just a heart with a swoosh. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 cool, man. Like, you know what I mean? You can't go wrong with the white and pink and and whatnot. It's got a mini swoosh on, on by like by like the uh, the toe box. But sounds like your soul, yeah, Joel. Yeah, these come in like a, I think these are like a women's release. Oh, okay, so maybe not. Though. Yeah, but these are cool though. I like them. Super, super cute. Super, super hey, cute. Hey, from Joel, uh, Alvin. What about you? What do you got? I got the um, Adidas. ZX8000 Frozen Lemonades. Mm-hmm. And, um, love the name. <laughs> I mean, it's a ZX8000. It's part of the A to ZX series. So you already know the materials are going to be butter. Um, and the colorway itself is dope. They, like, it's influenced by like the OG citrus color that they had of these, but it's definitely a little bit different. Uh, I love the hints mm-hmm. of yellow on there, the insole itself. Um, looks like, you know, it has a recipe for lemonade and then the other, and then when you look at the insole too, like it just looks like, uh, ice cubes in a cup with lemonade on it. And it's just, details are dope. ZX 8000s are, you know, dope. This colorway is dope. It's definitely a summer color. Mm -hmm. Um, and they come out yesterday, the 29th. Tomorrow. Yesterday. At, uh, yeah, if you're listening to this on Saturday. If you're in, if you're in the <laughs> Zoom call, it's tomorrow. If you're listening, it's, it's yesterday. Tomorrow. <laughs> yesterday. Um, uh, the retail price is 120 USD, which is like 160 Canadian-ish. Um, and yeah, man, these these are going to be a scoop if I remember that they come out tomorrow slash yesterday. My, my favorite detail <laughs> is I saw it in the pictures on the inside of the tongue. It says ZX eight thousand, but the zeros in eight thousand are yeah, three like lemons. lemons. That's yeah. so, like oh, those small little details are like that's how you get like the Nike boys to jump on board with Adidas. Those stupid yeah, little yeah, yeah. like the the shoe that Joel just, just described with like the love letter. Like that's the stupid details are what like the Nike boys love. So yeah, we mentioned yeah. this last year. That's what they need to do, and they're doing it. I I love that little detail. It's so stupid. It's the stupidest they're thing. Listening. They're, they're listening. listening. They must listen. They have to. <laughs> Everyone listens. And especially this week, because we got the gentleman below me, um, to my below, and uh, Nelson. Nelson, what uh, what yeah. pair you got for us this week? Uh, mine's actually, like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be a general release, but I just love the colorway, but it's the Cool Gray 3s. Yeah. Um, they're going to, I mean, I love 3s for one, and I love Cool Gray. And they have these, like, little orange hits, and orange and gray just always it's seem... A bop. Yeah, yep. like yep. oh, so as soon as it's like whenever I see it, like I just want to stare at it. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's like a, it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a general. At least I can't imagine it being super exclusive or anything. But um, those ones just stand out to me. I mean, Carmines I think are coming out this year too. I don't have mm-hmm. a pair of those, so I think I'm gonna be pretty excited about those. But the cool, the cool gray threes are my pick for this for this time. So I I think I'm gonna be down for those. I had a really 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 beat pair that I bought. 
assuming I was going to restore it and then never restored it. So, and then I sold it for the same, for my, actually much less than I paid for it. Um, <laughs> so I think I'm going to be in on those as well. I like that shoe a lot. Like you said, it's, mm-hmm. it's been, it's way past overdue for that shoe to come out again. Mm-hmm. It's been yeah. 15 years. Um, yeah. great picks all around. Next up this week in kicks. This is the part of the show where we discuss the current headlines and happenings in the world of sneakers. And Nike has another lawsuit. Woo! We love Nike lawsuits. So Nike loves to sue people. They sue everybody. And 2021 is getting off on the right foot with more legal disputes being initiated by the swoosh. So Nike and their subsidiary brand Converse are suing almost 600 websites that traffic fake Nike sneakers. 600 websites. So in the legal documents, the brands call out a total of 589 sites and other online platforms, including social media accounts for the quote-unquote unauthorized and unlawful use of their trademarks so the brands are arguing that the products being sold are infringing on their uh obviously their trademarks and they're being like passed off as nike shoes so it's not just like one of those situations where oh you know it's just a no they're trying to pretend like they're selling real nike shoes and they're trying to fool uh, customers into thinking that. So Nike is asking that the offending parties be prevented from selling counterfeit products or any other items that are confusingly similar to those manufactured by Nike and Converse. It's also seeking statutory damages of $100,000 from each of the 133 infringing domains. Jeez. So 133 times 100,000, in case you were wondering, is $133 million. That's a, lo- a <laughs> lot of zeros there. Damn. Damn in case you were wondering. So, yeah, um, it's going to suck for, for a lot of brands. They're either going to get shut down or have to pay a lot of money or both. But uh, yeah, so next up, previously in Kicks, this is the part of the show where we review our latest pickups and recap the latest happenings in our sneaker lives. And uh, I actually forgot to mention a pickup last week, so I want to get it out of the way first. And that was uh, Soul Stop. I actually won a raffle from Soul Stop for the uh, Yellow Toe Reebok question. And I forgot, to, I forgot to mention it on last week's podcast, but I kind of just like... Someone told me last year that they just enter every single raffle they see and they decide afterwards if they want to keep it. Just the way it lined up, it was one of those like, uh, maybe if this was three weeks from now, I just was kind of like, I don't know if I like it for $250 after shipping and tax. So I posted it on my story. That's why I guess nobody even saw it. I won. I got the email. I posted it on my story. I was like, if anybody wants these for retail, just let me know. Got several replies, sold it to somebody for retail, and I didn't even ship it to me. I just shipped it straight to their house from Soul Stop, and uh, that was nice. it. So uh, nice. I think it was actually uh, Big P on Instagram. So shout out oh, to Big still. P. Got a pair Wait, for retail. Yeah. Um, and then I also won a raffle last week from Adrift. I don't know what's going on right now. This has been a good Ooh. year. For, this is crazy. I don't win You're raffles. Fire, bro. I like this, <laughs> but I don't know what's going on. From Adrift <laughs> for the Wheat Dunk Low SB that just came out. I didn't even Ooh. know they were coming out. I had never even seen like early images yeah. of it. I don't know if they're late, early something. But uh, yeah, really cool shoe in person. Quality was on point. The color, like brown shoes are right up my alley. I love brown shoes. So yeah, shout out to Adrift. Shout out to Soul Stop. Uh, really happy that I actually win raffles now in 2021. This year is already looking up. I'm super pumped about it. Uh, Joel, anything for you? Um, I I pulled the trigger on the Craft uh, Air Force Ones. Jeez. Uh, the uh, the white and was it photon photon dust or photon? Dust. They're on sale on normal, bro. Photon dust. Were they? 
Shit, we should do that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I pulled the trigger. Uh, it was the last size. It was la- it was the, my last size, so I, I just did it and and it came in. But yeah, man, I can't I can't go. I can't. I don't know, man. Like the quality of them is ridiculous. Yeah, like an Air Force One, like that leather is just super soft, and and you know it's it's I don't know, it's just the the shape of it is like amazing. So, but yeah, man, like you know, don't sleep on Craft Air Force Ones, like any of the other colors that they've dropped, because it's like super legit, man, super dope. Nice, um, Alvin. Anything for you in the last seven ish days? Yeah, man. The uh, Adidas fam hooked us up with the yeah, yeah, yeah. ZX. 5,000. Uh, it's like the VI in the A to ZX series. And mm. on, and that stands for Vieux Lyon. I, I probably good. said that really wrong. That sounded good. But, uh, it sounds good. So that's, that's, that's proper, good. yo. Yeah, man. Uh, so Vieux <laughs> Lyon is a village in France. And essentially, this is where the Jacquard uh, fabric was originated from. And the Jacquard fabric is like I mean, if you see the photos, it's like that that fabric where the pattern is stitched into the fabric as opposed to being stitched on it or imprinted on it. And yeah. it's pretty dope. And it reminds me of, like, these pillows my parents used to have in our house <laughs> on the couch. <laughs> I, would, I was like, why are these here? But, but you're like, not allowed I mean, to whatever, use those cool, ones, right? the ones that are in plastic? Yeah. Yeah. They're wrapped in plastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yo, the shoes are dope, man. It's predominantly gray, and it's got, like, uh, hints of purple and then the, the stripes got some pink on there and it's a dope shoe bro quality is crazy obviously because it's got the jacquard fabric all over it and that translucent sole does 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 something for me because you know it's, it's different and then the midsole itself is like it's like mostly patina slash like off-white with hints of white on it and it's just a super clean shoe mm-hmm. um you'll see a what you got video for it soon and uh, check out Queer Joel's What You Got video that we just posted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out, shout out. Uh, Nelson, any shoes in the last little while for you? It doesn't have to be in the last week, but in the last uh, little while? Um, Actually, the last shoe I picked up was like in the fall. It was like September, to be honest. I was actually I had like through Christmas, which is usually a time where I just kind of rinse out on shoes. This year, I kind of, or last year, I had to kind of like, play it a little bit chill and like put the blinders on a bit. And I mean, it wasn't that I wasn't even trying, I wasn't hitting on any raffles or I wasn't like, you know what I'm saying? But the last shoe that like notable shoe that I picked up um, that I got super lucky with, and I didn't think I was going to get was the uh, union LA force. The oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So like, I didn't think I was like, I would actually get them and I did. And uh, like, they're just beautiful. I love them. But um, mm. that was a long time ago. It was like September. So holy crap! So, yeah, nothing recently. Yeah, yeah. I've been like, yeah. I've, I've been eyeing stuff, but like, I just haven't been pulling triggers. And or the times I do, I just don't win anything. So <laughs> it's been kind of like slim pickings for me. So <laughs> that was the uh, the release on UNLA where they added that yeah. like bot protection, where it was like, what yeah. color is an orange or something like that? Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, that was the one. And you cool. got through. I, I guess you were able to guess what color the or- an orange was, and, and <laughs> yeah, it took me a second to think of it. But um, that's a yeah, trick question. It, so. Are oranges different colors in Los Angeles? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Yellow. Yellow. Maybe I don't know. They got some fancy stuff over there. Who knows? They got the CDG True. foam posits down there. So who, who knows what's going on with their oranges? 
Um, <laughs> next up, thumbs up, thumbs down. In this part of the show, we give our opinion on various sneaker-related topics with zero context or discussion. All we're allowed to say is thumbs up or thumbs down. And uh, we get tagged in these a lot. I've done one or two from here and here and there. I know Alvin's done them. Um, I'm not sure if I've seen Nelson do it. I think Joel has done it as well. But uh, thumbs up, thumbs down to collection shots. You know, you throw all your shoes on the ground, take a photo of it for Instagram, big flex. No other reason to do it except for the big flex. That's literally it. Um, the thumbs up, thumbs down to the collection shot. Take it however you will. Uh, Joel. Down. Ooh, Alvin. Up. I'm thumbs down. Nelson. I'm going to say up. <laughs> I mean, I'm no, no, ladies, you, can't, you, can't, I I you can't, you can't, you can't, you really can't. I wish I could too, but I, no one can. I don't make the rules. I just enforce them. Um, <laughs> next up, if you want to hear our explanation, let us know, DM us, and we will talk about it next week and we'll get Nelson. <laughs> Nelson can air his grievances next week as well. Yeah. Next up, NSR, not sneaker related. We talk about sneakers a lot. So in this weekly segment, we're we're going to take 30 seconds out of the show to discuss something completely irrelevant from the world of sneakers. And uh, this one kind of hit me because today I was watching Family Feud at dinner time, And I was like, yo, this show is really friggin' good. It's still good. It's been however many years. Family yeah. Feud is still a classic. And I want to know. Chicken. Chicken. Orange. <laughs> Orange. Um, <laughs> my question for you, it's not a Family Feud. What kind of Family Feud related? What is your favorite <laughs> TV game show, new or old, Ooh. the list is like long. Um, but what is your favorite TV game show, Alvin? You look like you have a confident swagger about you, like you know the only correct no, answer. Like, oh. <laughs> so, so Family Feud is definitely up there for me. However, Price yeah. is Right, man. Oh, uh, Price is Right, bro. Price is Right. When you play Plinko, and then when you got like when you when you try to bid and you bid up. The, the person who just went before you, like yeah. 1001, Bob. <laughs> yeah. And then you win. I'm like, yo, you're Man. a bitch. <laughs> well, what the confident guy who bids the dollar? He's like, yo, all yeah. you all you guys are so high above the actual price. <laughs> I'm bid a dollar. And, and then, then they get it. No, and then they get it. And then they get it. Okay, so that was gonna be my answer. I did not anticipate Alvin saying that because man, that was in school. That was the show when you stayed home from school, you were sick or you got the day off for whatever reason. It came on at 11 a.m., I remember. Yep. And that's the show. Yep. I was like waiting for 11 a.m. to watch The Price is Right and Bob Barker. So I guess yep. I can't answer that because I'll let you have that. I'm going to go with – I'm, I'm kind of stuck because I really liked Deal or No Deal. That was a good show. Oh, yeah. That was a good show. That was a really good show. That was such a good show. It's just the the – the deal or no it's so oh man it's so exciting like are you gonna yeah. take it what's in your briefcase and you're yelling take the yeah. deal take the deal like you know what's in their briefcase but um i'm gonna go with honestly man jeopardy like i don't know if it's because Ooh. i'm getting a little bit older now but like i know like six percent of the answers and i feel like an yeah, absolute man. genius when i watch it and i answer literally anything so i'm, I'm sitting there for half an hour and i answer three questions and i'm like man i could kill I jeopardy <laughs> Yeah. These guys are dumb. These guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> They're answering questions about like the war and I'm answering like what is the capital of Ontario, Canada? Like <laughs> and I think I'm an absolute genius. Um so I'll go with Jeopardy. But uh Joel, what about you? Oh uh, man, I was gonna say Jeopardy too. Oh damn. Uh, but Family Feud is good too, man. Yeah. Um 
I'm gonna have to say uh, Wheel of Fortune. Mm. I like that game. That game is hard, man. Yeah, man. I like. I like challenging. Makes you think, kind of thing. It's the that's the the crazy thing about Wheel of Fortune is like there'll be like seventeen blank letters with three spaces between the words and two letters filled in, and this guy's like, I know the answer. (laughs) (laughs) Birds of paradise. Like, how do you know? (laughs) There was only a B and a P. How do you know that? (laughs) Or all the letters are there, and two letters are missing, and they get it wrong. They get it wrong. (laughs) I saw saw a video, before we get to Nelson, because the anticipation is now killing me for Nelson's answer. I saw a video (laughs) of one where it was completely filled in. It was like yeah. mythological hero Achilles. Oh, yeah. That and guy, he yeah. pronounced Achilles wrong. Achilles? Yeah, Achilles or Achilles. And he, he yeah, didn't, yeah, they didn't yeah, let yeah, him yeah. have it. So the next yeah. person was like, all right, I guess I win. Achilles. Oh, yeah. Damn. I guess his Achilles heel is spelling. But um, <laughs> Nelson, what about you? Favorite game show on TV, new or old? Okay, so I'm gonna list, I'm gonna say an old one. This is gonna so date me. I don't even know if any of you guys will know this. Joel might know this one. I'll probably but know it. <laughs> it's uh, do you remember Kids Street? Yeah, I remember Kids Street. Yeah. The race cars okay. Yeah, we were in the race car, but yeah. when you win, you get to pick like all these toys from like this like little like toy room or whatever. <laughs> it was so sick. Like, can you imagine being a kid and be like watching these kids just picking out like free toys like off the yeah. shelves like when they win? That was sick. But my next one, like more modern, like a little bit old still, was. Uh, uh, who wants to be a millionaire? Oh, yeah. Oh, that was, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, those are pretty epic. There's some pretty epic moments in that show. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Good. No, I, I love that show. First question, though. Yeah. I've seen that video Sorry. of a guy who lost on the first question. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so bad. You can't lose on the first question. You can't spend yeah. so long trying to get on a show and then lose on the first question. You can't. Here, here's another fun fact, and I can't remember the name of the game show, but it was on YTV, and I've never, I've only. Uh oh, was it? Uh oh, yeah. Yes. No, I don't know. I don't oh. know what it was called, but I was on it as a kid. What? Again. <laughs> yeah, and if I can ever find out, I will like post about it or whatever. But I can't for the life of me. Anyway, so my dad took me, and I was so nervous, and I was against these two girls that were both friends, so they were having the time of their lives. <laughs> answering all these questions i got no questions right and if you saw my face at the end of the show all like their friends and family were on the stage like chatting and partying and i was just like like i was so salty like that's probably why i don't talk about it yo you gotta find that bro we gotta find that out of my memory (laughs) my dad was just like trying to console me on the way home he's like it's cool don't worry about it (laughs) like i was on tv and i did that (laughs) i did i did absolutely nothing Yeah, it has so, to have been. Yeah. Uh oh! Now we have to find the episode of Uh oh that you were. No, on. isn't is Uh oh the one where they like pour stuff on you? And yeah, 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 yeah. No, I never. There was nothing like that. It was. Well, just you didn't get that far. Question. That's why you didn't get to the yeah. dumping. <laughs> would have been poured on. I, would, they would have I guess you would have been on. heavily poured on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll that's a fun. I'll that's a out. very fun fact. I don't know how that was. You don't remember any information about it, but yet. Yeah. We're going to all yeah. do collectively some digging and figure this out because yeah. we all need to know. We'll it. We'll it. Um, all right. That was about 30 seconds. Next up, errors, edits, and e-messages. We're pretty smart guys, but from time to time, we make mistakes. So if you catch us slipping, hit us in the DM and we'll let the world know that we goofed. So first up, our guest from last week, Wu-Tang Shang. He actually DM'd us and he said that he he's getting tagged in a ton of Canadian sneaker giveaway um raffles now i guess he was on the episode and everyone just was like this guy's cool and now he gets tagged in a bunch of 
Canadian Instagram <laughs> sneaker giveaway raffles thing. So shout out to Wu Shang Shang. That was a good episode uh, last week. So watch, listen and watch uh, the episodes from last week if you haven't already. And the second one comes from Jesus Guerrero 21. He says, hey, man, I found your podcast on Spotify and listened to a couple episodes. It was nice listening to people that are from where I am from. Keep up the good work. So uh, thank you to Jesus Guerrero. Um, very yeah. cool, very cool name. That's you're ready to play a sport, man. You got to play baseball or something with that name. Like that's yeah. just sport ready. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the the moment oh, yeah. that everyone, including mostly Nelson, has been waiting for, it's time to focus <laughs> on that guy. And as we do, just to get to know you a little bit, um, we're gonna start with a game we call Twenty One Questions. And how this works is, I'm gonna give you twenty one questions. You give me the quickest and most accurate answer you can. Um, no thinking, just fire, quick, boom, uh, boom, boom. Man, man okay. you're married now, so I know you played Twenty One Questions with your wife. <laughs> like you're getting to know her. You're like we, like we always say, it starts off with like, "What's your favorite color?" And then the question number twenty one is like, <laughs> we can't even talk about it on the podcast. It's, like, it's, one, of, it's one of those that, that escalated. Quick quickly but uh this one will not escalate that quick kind of quickly but not that quickly <laughs> are you right. ready nelson cool, cool, cool. i'm ready let's do it all right question number one air or boost air question number two crew socks or no shows no shows question number three red or blue blue question number four pineapple on pizza Yes, 100%. That's correct. That's 100% correct. Question number five. What is the most comfortable sneaker that you own? Oh, man. Reacts. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Nike Reacts. Like, I use them all the time in the gym, so. <laughs> oh, and he has nice. the flex that he exercises. All right, whatever. We saw <laughs> it. Question, question number seven. Original. Oh, sorry. Question number six. Glow in the dark or 3M? 3M. Question number seven, original boxes or drop fronts? <clears throat> original boxes. Question number eight, Nikon or Canon? Canon. Question number nine, Dunks or Jordan 1s? Jordan 1s. Question number 10, how do you say grapefruit in French? Uh, <laughs> no idea. Pomplamousse. <laughs> Oh, Pomplamoose. Yes, I, I feel like everyone knows Pomplamoose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why that's Not the word they me. teach us in Toronto <laughs> elementary school. No one needs to learn how to say Fun grapefruit. to say. That's why Pomplamoose. Yeah. Pomplamoose. Question number 11. What sneaker do you wear the most? Um, oh, geez. I can't remember. They're like these uh, ACGs. I ACG. forgot what the model is, though. Yeah, they're ACGs. I just can't remember what the actual like silhouette's called. But I wear them like especially now. Like they're so like they're actually the next comfortable, most comfortable shoes. They're like slip-on shoes. I just can't remember what the freaking what they're called. So he doesn't like them they're, that like, much. He doesn't purple. know the actual name. Question number. <laughs> question, <laughs> question number twelve. What is the? Uh, oh, that was from last week. What is the Canadian one dollar coin called? <laughs> <laughs> that was a question that must have slipped through that was there last week for our american guests so that's a freebie for oh, okay. you <laughs> question you number go. 13 elephant print or cement print elephant print question number 14 favorite mm -hmm. nba arena other than scotiabank arena uh little caesars because they have the best media meal can you guys hear me still yeah yeah 
What's yeah. the what's oh, my, the my earbuds now? are dying. That's why it's there. Oh, they have like the crazy, like, cause it's Little Caesars. So they have all like the Little Caesars pizza, the crazy bread and stuff. But Ooh, they also wow. have like this like badass buffet and then like three like soft serve ice cream. It's just unreal. It's so sick. Little and Caesars. the arena is nice too. The arena is beautiful. It's a gorgeous arena. Little Caesars Arena. Is that, oh no, is that on the West Coast? No, it's Detroit. Oh, it's Detroit. Oh, Detroit. No, oh, there, but bro. speaking of which, the Chase Arena I got to see last March, the new Golden State Arena. Yeah. Beautiful. They're, mm. they're, uh, so just really quickly, Please, the, yeah. the Golden State Locker Room, um, the roof of the Golden State Locker Room is the roof of the Oracle. So, oh. like, yeah, oh. it's so sick. Like, wow. it's pretty pimp. Yeah, the little things like that, like their, their arena was awesome. Their staff was amazing. So, uh, Chase is definitely up there. I can't believe he just said little things like that when he discussed being in an NBA locker room. Like, there's no little things like that <laughs> when you're talking about being inside an NBA <laughs> locker room. But anyway, <laughs> question number 15, who is the greatest Raptor of all time? Kyle Lowry. Question number 16, spell Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. <laughs> S-A-S-K-A. C-H-E-W-A-N. No, you you missed a couple letters. Almost. Missed a couple of S-A-S-K-A-T-C-H-E-W-A-N. Yeah, I thought there was a T there. Yeah. Kind of, You've been yeah. to Saskatchewan, I think, too. So that's all the Saskatchewanians yeah. are going to be mad at you. Oh, <laughs> um, question, question number 17. What are three sneakerheading essentials? Um, sneakerheading essentials. Oh, geez. That is a really... I don't know why I can't think of it. Um, only buy what you really, really want. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, take care of your shoes, clean them, and wear them. Wear, wear your them. kicks. That's number That's one, it. two, and ah. three. Um, question yep. number 18. What is farther, a meter or a yard? A meter. A yard is longer. By Down. <laughs> by just a bit, but it is longer. Question number uh, 19. Favorite Jordan model above the Air Jordan 14? Um, oh, wow. That's a tough one. 14 is literally where I kind of stop with Jordans. I don't really care for anything outside Every, of that. Everybody uh, stops at 14. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jeez, I'll just say 20. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I actually like tw- I have a pair of 20s. I don't hate that answer. Question number okay. tw- Question number 20. What is your number one grail? My Yeezy ones, the the Air Yeezys. Ooh, yeah. The Ooh, you have okay. the the Zen Gray, right? Yeah, Zen Gray, yeah. I bought them off my brother because he wanted to sell them. And I was like, no, I want them. So I bought them yeah. Question number 21. Would you rather receive your number one grail or three other pairs from your top 10? Oh, number one grail. Number one grail. Yeah. Do you, is that your favorite of the three Yeezy ones? The Zen gray? No, I actually love the, the Yeezy, the Air Yeezy 2s, but I just, I never could get them. Just like, they're just so freaking hard to get. I just had an opportunity to get those, the, the Zen Grays, and I took it, I took advantage of it. So, um, yeah, no, like, as far as the colorways go, I love the Zen Gray, though. The Zen Gray is nice. Super, super wearable. Probably one of the most wearable colorways of all of them, easily. Yeah. Um, and as For you sure. mentioned earlier in the podcast, gray and orange always hit. So, there mm-hmm. you go. Um, 
All right, so you did half decent on 21 Geshens. I'm going to tally it up later, but it's not looking that good for you. But anyways, we're going to skip by that. Um, <laughs> what, uh, what got you into sneakers in the first place, Nelson? How did, you, uh, how did you get started doing this? Like, It seems like you. I saw the video you took of you loading up your car SUV yeah. of a thousand sneaker boxes and bringing them to, uh, to your new crib. So you've clearly been doing this for, for quite some time. But uh, what got you into it in the first place? Uh, well, actually with sneakers, it actually started with, with skate sneakers. Um, uh, hold on. My earbuds are dying. I can't tell if like you can hear me or not, or can hear you. Yeah. You can hear me. So, okay, cool. So skate sneakers was, was the first like type of sneaker that I actually collected a lot of back in the day. I kind of wish I still had them, but I got rid of them all. Um, and then ball see for a long time, I always was super interested in ball shoes, but I never got into it cause I just never, um, had access to them and I never had the income for it, I guess you could say for lack of a better explanation. But, um, and then when I started working around ball, like when I started working with Raptors and stuff, it just like, I couldn't help, but, you know, get into it even more. You're forced Um, to pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so that was kind of where I kind of slipped down that slippery slope of sneakers. So really I didn't pick it up a lot as far as collecting goes until maybe like seven or eight years ago. Um, and it just kind of took off from there. I just kind of got carried away as we always, you know, do with, with sneakers. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, no, I mean, that's kind of like the short answers. Um, I, it was started off with, with skate shoes. I took, I collected so many of them. I loved my Osiris's, my globes, my Chet Thomas's. Um, but yes. then, yeah, it, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. So I um, like the D3s, like the size D3s were like my favorite skate shoe. And I wish I had, I had so many colorways of that shoe. And, um, and yeah, so uh, I got rid of my, wish I had those still, but that's where I started. That was like early 2000s. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Damn. I, we're going to have a whole separate conversation just about West 49 shopping for. <laughs> yeah. I used to work there too. <laughs> Did you? Which one? Yeah, Square one? There. Square one, yeah, Damn, man. that was the good one too. That was the big one. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, had the Bramley City Center so one, fun. the super small one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, we'll talk about West Forty Nine later. No one wants to hear about that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Um, I mean, it seems like it may be a, an obvious question now that I think about it. But what's keeping you into sneakers now? Like all these years later, uh, you mentioned it started getting serious for you about seven, eight years ago. What's kind of keeping you into it now? Well, I mean, as you, as I kind of went through my lifetime in sneakers, you kind of find new appreciations. You start to kind of narrow down um, what you like and what you don't like. And I, I've come to appreciate a lot of like things in sneakers that just have always kept me interested in just checking them out. Maybe I'm not like trying to scoop like every uh, release every weekend anymore, like I used to before, but um, there's always something cool going on, no matter how like saturated people might think that the whole market is. It's just, there's, there's such a cool, you know, art form behind it with whether it's like the art form of collecting it or the of people customizing them or whatever. There's, it's such a crazy um, culture. And, you know, I'm also, you know, uh, fond of like, like a lot of like the, the big sneaker. Hello, hello, hello. Test You're good. We can hear you through your phone now. Okay, cool. cool. <laughs> Let me just raise up the volume here real quick. So, um, you know, following you guys, following a lot of like the sneakerheads in, in Toronto and, and around and, you know, keeping in touch with a lot of them is just like, I just love the, the, the whole culture behind it. So like, 
I, I just don't think I'd ever get rid of it. I, I mean, I think I'd be carefully getting my kids into it and hope like maybe try to steer them into maybe not like, not like excessively getting into it. Like I was at one point, <laughs> I will also wouldn't be mad at it too. So, cause I, I'm pretty much to blame for, for anything like that of the sort, if, if that ever comes to be. So yeah, I mean, yeah that's what keeps me going. I've, I've seen your children and they are not unfashionable individuals. So I think you've already kind of, <laughs> you're kind of trying to put the toothpaste back in the tube now that it's like, it's, you've already squeezed. You're like, Oh no, wait, actually don't like shoes anymore. Forget it. Forget I said that. <laughs> yeah. uh, so good luck with that. But anyways, um, so I know you started as, as far as I can know and remember, you started like the whole creating thing with Vine. Like that's kind of where you yep. started with the social media. Um, so what was that kind of like? Cause that's like really, really early form. Like that's like almost pre Instagram, at least early Instagram yep. days. Um, so what was it kind of like, like being a creator in the early days of, well, now it's an extinct social media platform, but just in the early days of social media itself, like, was it kind of like you were a first mover? Were you having to come up with all this stuff by yourself? Like what was kind of the vibe back then? Yeah. I mean, like it was crazy. Cause I think when I came into Vine and when I kind of unexpectedly um, amassed the kind of following that I got from it, it was like super new for a lot of areas. So it was super new for like brands to use social media. It was super new for, you know, like anybody to be using it outside of just posting stupid, you know, <laughs> videos. And so um, when people started taking it seriously and starting to see like how they could actually use this and leverage it to be something bigger than what people saw it as back then, um, it was really exciting. It, I kind of did feel like an early adopter for that matter, but not, you know, knowingly, you know, um, like, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's crazy to think, I think about it all the time because, you know, Vine's gone, but Vine literally changed my life. Like I wouldn't be with the Raptors if it wasn't for Vine. Mm. Um, they literally, <laughs> when they hired me for the first you know, year or so, I was always introduced as the Vine guy. So, <laughs> like, hey, we got a Vine guy now. <laughs> like, cool, my name is Nelson. Thanks. But, <laughs> but um, I didn't care because it got me there, and mm-hmm. I was so blown away that I was doing this kind of stuff and on that kind of a stage. Um, and so, yeah, like it, it's amazing what it's become now, uh, and I'm not surprised at all that uh, at how big it is. Um, uh, as far as like, you know, the scene with like creators and being able to make a living off of doing this kind of stuff. It's actually amazing. It blows me away. Um, and yeah, I could kind of talk on forever about that. Um, but yeah, no, I got to thank Vine for, for changing my life. So as, as long as you're not still in 2021 being introduced as the Vine guy, I think you're doing okay. Like as, as long as yeah. now like been like eight, nine years since Vine has not been around, <laughs> like everyone be it's like, crazy. What, Vine, Vine, what is Vine? Yeah. What do you mean? I have to ask that question. I'm like, do you remember Vine? Like, and they're like, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So it's, you're going to be like that 80 year old guy. Like, well, I used to be big on Vine, kids. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I actually feel like kind of like I feel the same way. Like whenever I tell people, you know, that, you know, I had something going on on Vine, I feel I kind of feel weird saying stuff like that. So I always, you know, position it how Vine, you know, got me into the things that I'm doing now. Mm. Okay. Outside, like as opposed to like just saying I'm like this, like, you know, 
has been like <laughs> blind guy. <laughs> no. Um, no, it's been amazing. It's uh, it's been so cool, and I feel like there's just so much room for um, creators nowadays, um, and even me right now. I'm trying to you know, tackle new things. I, I just started like getting back into like YouTube and stuff. Uh, and seeing you guys doing this stuff is super motivating, super inspirational for me. Uh, Cause man, it's like, man, I just got to create and, and yeah, it's, it's just so much that we could do these days with that. So well, I mean, you've been killing it. You got the vine esque videos going on with, uh, yeah. with Instagram. Yeah. I see you can definitely see the vine inspiration if you've been around yeah. long enough with the, uh, yeah, I've been kind of revisiting my past a yeah, bit, the flipping the sneakers <laughs> and changing the Kobe's and the jumping yeah. over the house and stuff. Yeah. You can definitely see yeah. the vine inspiration yeah. there, but, uh, as you kind of alluded to vine got you into where you are today. So just really quickly, cause we've kind of been like dancing around it. Do you mind just breaking down kind of what you do? for a living now yep so um for the last six seven years i've been a freelancer i've been kind of uh, blessed with the uh, with with being able to work freelance and work on 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 my own on my own time uh, as a photographer videographer social media content creator it's kind of weird i don't know what to like label myself you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like there's a, just, I call myself, yeah. sometimes I call myself like a, a content, like Swiss army knife. It's like, Ooh. like I do so many different <laughs> nice. things and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Cause Swiss army knives, like the tools are never like the sharpest. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> am I just too good at, or like, do I do too many different things and I'm not good at like one thing? I don't know. It's like a, but, like um, a jack of all trades, but a master of none. One of those. Yeah. Of yeah. <laughs> but the, the thing is with me is like, I enjoy doing so many different things. And I think, because I've been so open to just trying different things and, and doing like a lot of different stuff. Like it's, it's brought me to so many places um, and, and gotten me to experience so many different things. So, uh, you know, I don't, I can't like say like a lot of people say, focus on your strengths and, you know, take that far. I totally agree with that. That's, that's one thing. But for me, I just, I don't know if it's like my ADD or something. I just can't focus on like one thing. <laughs> I just love trying to do so many different things. Um, so yeah, so I, for the last six, seven years, I've been a contract photographer, videographer, um, uh, uh, most notably with the, with MLSE, with the Raptors, with the Argos and with the Toronto Maple Leafs and sometimes with TFC. Uh, so sports, um, has been a big part of my, uh, freelance career, uh, covering them video and photo wise. And, and the photo side of it has been like a huge uh, deal for me because uh, you know I I grew up like wanting to become a photographer uh, and so being able to take photos on that kind of a platform was such a massive deal for me and so I never take it for granted it's like every time I, I'm at a game I'm just like holy crap like yeah. I get to do this you know like so that's kind of what I've been doing now as of lately it's been obviously no sports no events um, so I've been just trying to like brush up on like new things learn a lot of different stuff that I couldn't really or didn't have a lot of time to do before. Um, and, and just trying to experiment um, and just have fun doing it. And yeah, that's pretty much it really. It's good to hear that you kind of like breathe in the moment when you're at these games and stuff. Cause like it, you would think that after being at nearly almost every Raptor home game for a span of a couple of years, you would kind of just get numb to it, but it's good that you're able to like breathe it in and be like, this is actually really fucking sick. Like people don't yeah. just, people don't just do this every yeah. day. Like this is really yeah. cool. And there's times where it's like, I think the only time I ever feel like dragging my feet is just driving there. Cause I'm in Mississauga and I hate driving to Toronto. <laughs> so, but when I'm in there, it's like, it's like, it's like, whatever. It's like all out the window. It's like, it doesn't really matter. I'm just having a blast. So uh, yeah, no, I, I appreciate it every single time. 
No, that's sick. So you you got initially, uh, I guess, discovered slash hired by the Raptors for the first time because of Vine, you said. Yep. So you were shooting Vines for the Raptors, which, once again, sounds like the super most has-been thing ever. But there is more, everybody. Don't <laughs> worry. We don't have this ex-Vine <laughs> star on here. We do have a current star <laughs> as well. But um, how did it kind of transition? Because like, I feel like that would be a tough spot for you saying, like, you're doing vines, which I would think at the time, like especially a big corporation would consider like this like gimmicky kind of thing and telling them like, no, I actually can take kind of nice photographs as well. Let me show yeah. you. You'd be like that guy trying to sell a mixtape on a corner after he just yeah. got his job like at McDonald's. Like, no, but wait, I can actually do this really well as, as well. How did you kind of transition huh? from from Vine, which was already making you some money and like be able to tell them like, wait, I can actually use a camera, a real camera as well. So when I first started, um, I'd actually start, I, I would always bring my camera until um, I started getting like side eye from like a lot of the actual like NBA and like uh, uh, other photographers, like, who is this guy? Like, why is he here? And is he like, you know, taking our spots or whatever. Right. And so and I stopped like, doing that because it was mind, really weird. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, there was a time where I said, screw it. And I was just so like, um, there was, you know, a moment where like a lot of the stuff I was doing from like a Vine standpoint or just like, you know, Snapchat or Instagram stories, it did get a little bit, you know, I don't know, like it just was the same thing. And I felt like I wasn't doing anything creative anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of posing the same stuff. Uh, and I said, forget it. No, I'm just going to take some pictures. I'll give it to them. And if they want to use it, then they can use it. Right. That's mm-hmm. what's the harm in that. Right. Um, and so I started doing that. And then it was like after like the season of doing that they pretty much just said, okay, cool. You're doing that now. And it was like, Damn. okay, cool. <laughs> like, like sick. Damn. So oh, yeah, right. no, it was, uh, I just, I just pulled the trigger because I didn't think that they were going to want any of my stuff. I thought they were just gonna be like, nah, maybe just don't do that and stick to what you're here for. <laughs> Actually just take the cute guy. little five second and, video. <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, that's kind of how it worked. And super grateful that they were open to, you know, letting me do that and it just took off from there so that's like the most shocking explanation i could have expected from that that you were literally just like like you were like peter parker like slapped their pic the pictures on their wall and they were like mr jameson i can take pictures to hire me like that's <laughs> literally like the most spider-man story i've ever heard but um, oh, i love that comparison <laughs> that's, i don't know how you haven't thought of it before um what uh what's it kind of like the we'll, we'll, we'll focus on the raptors for a little bit though what's it kind of like you mentioned the drive from mississauga is probably the worst part of your day and it would be the m- worst part of yep. most people's days most days but uh what's kind of the day in the life like of uh shooting a raptor game like what kind of time do you show up what are you like what are the motions you go through when you get there who are you? Are you shaking hands with Drake before the game, after the game? Yeah. Like, is it like a halftime? You guys link up for Drake a drink? picks What's me up, it? and you know, um, <laughs> no, uh, it's uh, so I usually get there like two hours before the game, um, usually in time for um, them walking in because that's such a big thing now. Um, getting the walk-in pictures, the tunnel, um, the tunnel picks, yeah, and yeah so the tunnel picks and then i get them warming up and so outside of pictures i'm still doing like video stuff i'm still doing you know like other social social media pieces for them uh but the photos is uh, is a really big part of it now um so yeah i get there two hours early you know get the tunnel shots uh get the warm-up shots and then i produce those or I edit those send them out so they could post them before the game before so you're off. editing them and one, on the spot like at yeah. the game 
At the game, yeah. They, what? <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. That's the name of the social media game. It's like everything has to be instantaneous, right? Especially if it's like walk-in pictures. It's like, oh, you know, Freddie wore this like crazy-ass like statement t-shirt or whatever. It's like, okay, we got to post that before whoever else posts it yeah. or whatever. It's just... Holy. Yeah, so that's how it works. And then the game happens. I will shoot the first half, and then I'll run back to the media room, and I'll edit first half pictures and send them off as fast as possible. Uh, so they could post those just after halftime. And um, and then after the game, there's no real rush unless something big happens. Um, but I'll usually just ed- – I'll take my time editing those and they'll post those in the morning. But, um, yeah, that's kind of just like a general, you know, game day uh, outside of just anything special happening. You know, um, that's uh, just how it goes. It was, it's, you know, I miss it so much. <laughs> like I can, hear the, I can hear the strain in your voice a little bit. I, I mean, I kind of <laughs> always assumed it that someone would have to be editing them. I just, for some reason, thought that it was, you know, Nelson takes the photo from whatever perfect vantage point he always seems to have. And then it automatically gets sent to some poor guy in like a truck and he has to like edit it and then send it to the social media. Well, I didn't realize I that mean, it was like you were editing these photos on the go yeah. essentially. Yeah. So like the, the other photographers, like the sideline guys, um, a lot of them actually, no, sorry. A lot of them edit their stuff too, but some of them have a second guy, like a runner they're called. Yeah. And they'll take the, the cards, they'll run back and then they'll do quick edits and send them off while the photographer keeps shooting. But um, yeah, it's no luxury like that for me or anything, but <laughs> I actually kind of enjoy like the, the Russian, like, you know, the, the, the hustle of it um yeah. keeps you on your toes so <laughs> damn i that's there i learned you learn something new every day um yeah, so do you ever find yourself kind of like sneaker watching like you you get some pretty good vantage points do you ever find yourself like oh damn those are like oh he's wearing those and yeah if you if obviously you do but what's like the coolest one you can remember seeing somebody wear on court oh i mean Jeez, the first person I think of is PJ Tucker. Yeah. And he wore every single, like, you know, PE, like, grail, whatever, friends and family type shoe. Like, he just flexed. They they, they weren't ever functional shoes. (laughs) They were just, like, super hardcore flexing on the court. And I can't say, I can't remember. I think he wore the Carhartt Fours once. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably, like one of the times i'm just like what the fuck? <laughs> but um i just feel like it's like that every time he's on the court yeah even to now, this obviously. day yeah especially now even more so that he has a nike contract and he can get literally yeah. anything he desires anything. yeah but, yeah uh, i mean debo D- like derozan always had his kobe's obviously but i fell in love with kobe's i mean before that but i loved the f- fact that he wore like all kobe's yeah obviously he's with them and um yeah, no, I loved like the shoes that he would pull out. You know, they'd always be so like random, and sometimes they're older Kobe's, sometimes they're up like you know newer ones that whatever. But yeah, I always loved seeing his Kobe's. What? Um, so you mentioned you shoot like other sports as well. I know it's mostly Raptors, but you do stuff with the Leafs. You do stuff with CFL yep. from time to time. Mm-hmm. Uh, TFC as well. Do you uh, have any specific players that you can have in mind that like have like a low key sneaker game? Like who is like the low key head in like hockey or on the Leafs that like nobody knows about? Well, I know um, Austin like will reach out to like you know his sneaker plugs. Like I've I've heard people saying that they've lined up sneakers for him. Like he's a big streetwear kind of guy, um, and so when they lifted the whole suit mandatory mm-hmm. like they're all about it because they're all young right and they 
they were like all that stuff. Like, you know, so I'd say Austin for sure. Um, I think Riley, but out of association of Austin, maybe he just mm-hmm. likes shoes because of him. I don't know though. Um, but no, I think on the Leafs, Austin for sure. On on um, the Argos, um, the, everybody is all about sneakers. Like oh, they all love their sneakers. But uh, I can't picture, I can't think of anyone, even on the Raptors, like right now, like I can't think of one Raptor of 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 now that's like a super. Yeah, we you know, don't have one crazy. right now. There's no like no. huge like sneaker guy that is like known for that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's kind of odd that I I can't think of one for the for the Raptors, but yeah, at least I know there was uh, like Austin was was one of the guys for sure. My favorite my favorite part about that is you keep calling him just by his first name, like everyone else would call him. <laughs> Austin it's not Matthews. really like that. I'm just like, everybody knows who Austin is. Everyone so. else will call him Austin Matthews. And Nelson's like, oh, you just mean Austin, right? Like, why are you calling him by his full name? That's weird. My guy Austin, bro. Oh, you mean my boy? A Money? You talking about A Money? A Money. <laughs> um, okay, so the elephant in the room, it's sitting over your right or left shoulder. I can't really tell because things are flipped. But uh <laughs> The, the Raptors won a championship in 2019, in case anyone listening was not familiar. And, uh, Nelson was one of the first people I, like, that video you have of, like, Kawhi, or I think it was Kawhi hitting the free throw, and then yeah. Steph chucks it down the court, the buzzer goes, and then it's just a mad dash onto yeah. the court. You were one of the first people on the court. Give us just, like, the atmosphere. Like, what's it like? The Raptors literally just won their first NBA title ever. You've been covering the team for several years. You watch this go from, like, the basement up to literally the highest peak, <laughs> the, the highest part of the mountain, and you're one of the first people on the court. Like, I can't even express how cool it is to even say but uh what's the whole vibe like like what's it like for you are you trying partially to celebrate and then also to be like oh wait i'm working like how do you do how do you do it i just don't understand well geez like it it seriously gives me like just goosebumps every time i think back to it but i just remember anxiously waiting there for um Kawhi to hit that you know dagger free throw and um the ending of that game was awful that was so terrible it was so dragged out yeah. yeah, like so unnecessary at the end, right? Yeah, they're, oh, we got a review. Like, you know, just end it. We won. Just come on. Yeah, please. Yeah, exactly. So, my first thought um, was, I don't want to get like stampeded over. Like, I didn't want to like, you know. So, I want to. I'm a small dude, so <laughs> I have to like make sure that I'm like in in the right spots uh, and not getting like you know like blocked out by by the people. But um, I was excited, obviously, and like super. I didn't know where to be because everybody was everywhere. And so I was just so like, you know, looking over my shoulders, making sure, and I was just like recording everything and taking pictures, just like making sure that I wasn't, I was getting the right moments. And, um, it's kind of, it kind of feels like a blur. If I didn't have those pictures and video, it would be so hard to like, remember Recount what I was actually paying attention yeah. to. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was such a blur and it was so amazing. And I find, I remember I started calming down when they got on stage and they started presenting cause then like nobody was running around the court. Everybody was just kind of situated. We had our spot in front of the stage. Um, and from that point on, it was from there. I remember clearly I'm like, I was plotting like, Hey, like I have to beeline to the locker room cause I'm not missing obviously that. And yeah. I remember like them talking about like, if you're not in there at a certain time, like they're closing it off to, to the rest of the people. So you yeah. gotta be in there. So I remember Serge was walking back there with the trophy and I was like, forget it. I'm right behind Serge and me and Rocky from open gym. I was like, okay, hey, I'm just following him. Like until someone said something and I just like 
beelined it inside. And like, that was probably like the pinnacle of like my, like creating career. That was like the craziest moment I could ever experience and ever try to explain to anybody. Um, and yeah, it was just bananas. I just remember thinking I couldn't, I didn't have time to go back to get my, um, uh, the covers for my camera so they wouldn't get wet. And so I was like, screw it. Yeah. 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 And I bought them just for that. And um, oh, I remember man. going there and I was thinking, I was like, forget it. If my cameras get ruined, Who cares? I don't even care. Yeah. Like, I'm charging <laughs> it to this experience and I just do not care. <laughs> my I, shoes got ruined, but I didn't care. But whatever. Yeah, you like you said <laughs> earlier, you've got the, the Atmos Air Max ones is what you were wearing. Once yeah. again, yeah. Nelson is full of the big flexes over here. He couldn't just wear, like he said, some, some ACG because he knew they were going to get wet. He's like, no, I'm going <laughs> to wear a really expensive pair of shoes and keep the champagne on them forever. <laughs> Um, okay. So you mentioned it. You're, you're in. Okay. The only thing crazier than being on the court right after they win is being in the locker room. <clears throat> There's what, like maybe 30 people total in the entire world, maybe more than that, who can say they were in the locker room with the Raptors when they won the championship. But, uh, you got that shot, the shot. People have gotten it tattooed on their body. The shot of Kawhi <laughs> yeah, with real. the goggles, with his, both of his trophies in his hands. Like, this is the modern day Raptor version of like MJ crying, like with the trophy in his hand. Like, that's yeah. a modern, and look, Nelson's going to cry now as I describe it like that. <laughs> like, with, with the champagne getting dumped on him, you, you said in your caption, like, you were dream, like, this is the moment you want to make sure you, yeah. you got, like, just uh-huh. break, like, break it down as much as you physically can, because I'm sure it's not yeah. easy. Just like break down what was going through your mind. You mentioned you're not a big guy, so you must have been at the front front of the line in front of Kawhi when he was getting dumped on like just so I was literally thinking of that MJ picture or like the Kobe picture of him like the big jacket floor yeah and I was like I need a picture like that like that's the picture that like I need out of all these photos in this locker room like I need a photo like that um and I just remember walking around like kind of aimlessly because there's kind of just so much going on and I just saw quickly like Kawhi had the MVP trophy and then someone handed him the Larry O and I was like, Holy crap. He has both trophies right now. I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm just like snapping pictures of him with the trophies. Everybody's just kind of like taking pictures. And then Phil Haney comes up and starts dunking, you know, dumping the champagne on him. I was like, and I couldn't like, I was so like, like <laughs> just frozen. I was just taking the pictures. I was like, damn, this is the one. And it's literally right after that. I ran back to the computer, my computer. I told, um, my, my, my team, like the guys I work with, Matt Tierney and Sohill, shout out to them. Um, I'm like, I got the picture. I got the picture. Like, this is the one we're using. And we put it out like right away. And I was so pumped. Oh. Like, I just, it was like, I don't know. I just, I, I get crazy goosebumps just thinking about that moment. Uh, and I'd be super sad if I missed that and the shot. <laughs> I, oh. I didn't want to bring it back up again. Like, but did yeah. that kind of like make up for it? Was that like, okay, 100%. I missed the shot, but I got like, yeah. this is the, this is the one, like, this is the one. Yeah. So a funny thing was if we won in Toronto game five, I wouldn't have been in the locker room. We had oh. other photographers that were ready to go in. Um, and it was me. And so when we lost, um, you were like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a part of me that was like, I'm the only photographer going with them. Like I'm, I'm this oh. is like, if, if they win, yeah. I'm going in there and getting that shot. Damn. Yeah. Um, and it's as selfish and like, as it sounded, I was just, I was so excited at that, you know, opportunity. Um, 
and I love San Francisco. So I was so pumped <laughs> to have to go back. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I know I was so, so, so pumped. I'll never, that, that's like, I tell people that's like my, you know how like uncles have like their football story from high school that they'll never like live down. Like that is my story. And I, I joke about it with my stepson Chase all the time. How like that's like my claim to fame. Like I just go around explaining to people that that's that was me. And like, yeah, like, but that uncle, no idea what I'm the uncle about. with like, the football story is actually a shitty story. Like this is a really good story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap! Fair enough. <laughs> I yeah, I can't even like that photo. Still, I went back and I like obviously I was going through the feed and I, I looked at it again. I was like, this fucker got like the best raptor photo of all time. <laughs> Yeah. and missed the best raptor photo of all time <laughs> in the span of two weeks <laughs> all right so it may be it may be hard it, may, it might even be impossible and maybe you've already described it but do you have like a favorite moment maybe other than the larry ob uh Kawhi moment but do you have a favorite moment um that you've captured or that you've been a part of like like i said i can't i don't know how you do it being such a fan and also having to work at yeah. the same time. But do you have like a moment that's really sticks out other than that one that is like really, really shining for you? Yeah. Um, when we first advanced to the Eastern conference finals, when we beat Miami, um, mm. that was a pretty big deal. Um, I just remember at that time, I actually wasn't really focused on taking pictures. And I remember I was just taking video on the court when we won. And I remember DeRozan picking up his daughter and like, he was just so serious still. He's like, you know, like still in like business mode Job not done. and like, they just kind of like walked off. Like they knew what they did and they knew that they had, you know, a lot to like conquer after obviously they didn't win in the Eastern conference finals then, but that was such a big moment. And I remember thinking like, and like a lot of us were like, is this really happening right now? Like, can we actually get to the, yeah. the ship right now? Yeah. And um, so I think that was probably definitely um, up there as far as, um, moments because i'll never forget that that was just so cool i couldn't believe i was part of it now a bad moment i'll tell you was Uh my first playoffs with the raptors um it was washington we were in washington and we got swept i was gonna say was this a sweep yeah yeah (laughs) and i'll never forget how like i was worried being in that arena now that was like the craziest first like experience of playoff, you know, uh, working with them uh, in the playoffs ever. And uh, it was such a crazy one because we obviously owned them in the regular season and then we just got owned by them uh, in the first round. But yeah, being in Washington and like there's people, there's Raptors fans getting kicked out for fighting other Raptors fans in the stands. <laughs> it was bad. And I was a part, like I was just around there. I didn't want to show my Raptors stuff. I was like, man, these guys are hostile right now. Like yeah. everybody chanting USA. Like, yeah, it's I was going to so say like, that. I think that was the year US. where they kept chanting USA at us. And I'm yeah. like, our entire team is American. So I don't know yeah. what you're cheering They even for. played Bruce Springsteen born in the USA. And I could oh, not believe someone God. actually said, sure, let's play this stupid song. Like, <laughs> anyways, that was the craziest, like, bad moment that I've ever had with the Raptors. That was sure. a low year for the Raptors as a whole. So yeah. <laughs> that's understandable. Um, <laughs> holy shit. I don't even know where to go. So. Just, I guess, to close it out, what is a, a little bit of advice just for, because the, the industry you're in, obviously, right now is super volatile, but even yep. like, in regular times, it's an incredibly mm-hmm. volatile and competitive industry to be in. Um, it, like you said, it kind of just takes sometimes that lucky break just to break yep. through. But uh, what's some advice either for like young freelancers, young photographers, young um, creators just, that just you would like, like to leave with them and make sure they know? Um, the one thing I tell everybody, and it's kind of like, it's just my go-to advice piece of advice because I think it just pertains all the time 
is uh, for people in this kind of industry, photo, video, social media, whatever it is, uh, is to network, talk to so many different people, yeah. you know, ask so many different questions to the people that you kind of look up to or, or, you know, um, and you just never know, like there's that and you doing that kind of leaves an impression on them as it is too. Uh, your work will always speak for itself. So if your work is good, it'll, it, it will be good for forever and it'll probably get better and your work will speak for itself. But where you could kind of make a difference is uh, actually networking a lot because you never know, like down the road, I, I'd say like 95% of all the jobs I've ever gotten, whether it was like in the workforce or just like freelance, has been from people that I've met like down the road, like years down the road who hit me up and be like, Hey, I remember you did this. And, you know, we talked about this back in the day. Uh, would you be interested in that? This, that, and the other, and just keep creating. Like, so it's, it's that formula of like, you know, making sure that you're talking to people making sure that you're on people's radars for that matter and making sure that you're always putting stuff out, um, is, is my word of advice. It's the most generic word of advice. Uh, <laughs> I can blanket over this. So. No, that was, man, this was so cool. Like, obviously, I don't even know if we've ever actually officially met any of us, but uh, we've been connecting over social media for a ton of time. Um, mm-hmm. So to hear the actual stories of being on the court, being present for some of those moments is, man, I feel like I was there. Like, I'm hyped up. I want to take <laughs> off this Laker jersey and put on a Raptor <laughs> jersey and go play basketball. Like, holy crap. But uh, Nelson, man, this was super fun. We appreciate it. Hopefully we can do this again sometime. But, man, this was so dope. Totally. Thank you. Yeah, I'd love to be back on anytime you guys want. This was so much fun. Sick. All right. Well, wherever you're taking in this episode, please leave a comment, review, follow, and or subscribe. Make sure to check out CanadaGotSold.ca to shop the latest CGS merch. Peep the YouTube for our latest videos and check out CGS Talk on Facebook to chop it up with us. Do not forget to use hashtag CanadaGotSold on Instagram for a feature. I've been Lawrence Hopkins. You can find me at LDoggyStyles on Instagram. Woof. I'm Joel Hernandez. You can find me at Joe Dooney. J-O underscore D three O's N-E-Y. My name is Alvin Quincy, and you can find me at M-I-S-T-E-R-Q and then Mars. Nelson, where can they find your beautiful face? <laughs> My name is Nelson Campana, and you can find me at Nelcam, N-E-L-C-A-M, on pretty much all platforms. So. Beautiful. Thank you, Nelson, nice. and thank you for listening to us talk about sneakers for 155 episodes. <laughs> and please remember to rock your kicks. This has been True to Size. We have been CGS and Nelcam, and we are out. Peace. Peace. Man, that was so good. Damn. That was sick. That was so much fun. I'm so jacked up right now about basketball. (laughs) Holy crap. (laughs) I don't know. Those stories are crazy, bro.